0: So, good morning again, and as we uh, continue through the year, we're talking about the rhythm of life, uh, some of the seasons, some of the ups and downs, some of the things that happen in our world, and we've uh, got bags of gold behind me, but who remembers what we talked about last week? Lions and bears. Ah, good. lions Bears. 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 <laughs> the animal two two animals just for clarification if you missed that, that joke what we're talking about uh, pod, there's a podcast available which will give you the five minute version for the sake of time I will uh, skip past that but it has something to do with me being kiwi so we talked about lions and bears as in uh, the story of David and Goliath and before David goes to defeat Goliath, he he talks uh, and says, I can do this because I have conquered lions and bears beforehand. So, it's a a way or a symbolism of us being able to uh, talk about trusting in and having faith in God and remembering those moments that, remembering your lions and bears, which are the things that God has done for you already as you prepare to face the day that is coming and the seasons ahead. And also, so remembering your lions and bears, but remembering the Bible's lions and bears. The examples, the stories in, in the Bible, the people where God has come through, his faithfulness has shown people build their trust and build their faith. So using those two things, you too can build your trust and faith in God. This week, I'm going to talk about a topic that builds off the back of that, talking about God's provision. So looking at the bags of gold, that you might start to see where we're we're heading and uh, hopefully it's peaking interest. Now, God's provision, the heaven God as our provider, sounds pretty good, right? Especially when we're talking about bags of gold. Let's just take a look at some of the finance-related headlines of the week. We've got... RBA news, restructure of how the RBA is going to work, home home builders going into receivership, uh, tech layoffs, Aussie homeowners, interest rates, cost of living. It's pretty encouraging stuff, right? Who feels encouraged looking at news like that? Yeah. Do you tend to nervousness and apprehension or is there something inside of you that goes, it's all right, it's all right? got their face and trust in God. Hopefully, as you've lived through a few seasons, you can reflect to your lines of bears and have the confidence and peace. Some of these headlines, for those that have uh, been on Earth a little bit longer than myself, might remember uh, other times in the 70s and the 80s, uh, It, particularly interest rates in the 80s and 90s. I've heard the stories, I've looked up the data, uh, they were pretty high compared to what we've uh, lived through in the last few years in particular. There's been stock market crashes. Uh, in in the 80s, there was the um, the dot-com boom, the GFC in 2008, uh, kind of COVID-related crashes, or I don't know if, you know, I'm not a finance expert, I'm just saying these things happened if it was because of COVID. Yeah, it happened about the same time. Industry ups and downs. I grew up uh, in a household where my uh, dad was a builder by trade. And that, like many industries, has its peaks and troughs. And so there were times of plenty and times of not, not so plenty. Uh, and you might have experienced uh, similar, depending on the industry uh, you were in, uh, times of layoffs. Uh, particularly in the tech industry is happening quite a bit and in um, and, and the home construction uh, industry and, and kind of related fields as well. Uh, job changes, these are all things and seasons we go through in the rhythm of life. But I have good news for you. You are still here. You are still moving forward. If you've gone through all of those things I've just mentioned or if you're smack bang in the middle of one of these right now, It's okay, you're still here, you're still moving forward, and my intention of showing these is not to be a scaremonger on my YouTube channel or my other kind of like off YouTube streaming service putting a fear into you or triggering you. I want to address the very real needs in the financial climate we have at the moment, not skirting around what many in this room might be feeling, might be walking through, and I want to acknowledge that the pressures are real And the battles in public and private are real. But God. And I say, I'm with you. If you were here maybe three weeks ago when I shared an offering, I can't remember exactly. I shared in the space of 24 hours. I got laid off. uh, Went from that to my boss fighting for me, uh, for my position. And then being offered the choice the next morning of redundancy or part-time work. More on that later so i feel it too i'm part of some of these things going on at the moment uh we can go to the bags of gold now thanks michelle don't need to leave those up too long <laughs> i want to challenge us all to grow in our face and give you something today to walk away from here giving you even just an ounce more faith and confidence in god that everything is okay and that he has your provision and your future taken care of. Building off the lines and bears, what else can we do to navigate the seasons ahead? With respect specifically to God's provision. We're going to lean on the parable of the talents, or as the NIV headlines it in the digital versions, the parable of the bags of gold. See, it took me about five minutes, but I got there. Let's turn to Matthew 25, uh, 14. Sorry, let's go, please. Just the water would oh, fall. Thanks. Again, it would be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one, he gave five bags of gold, to another, two bags, and to another, one bag, each according to his ability. "'Here is what belongs to you.' "'His master replied, "'You wicked, lazy servant. "'So you knew that I harvest where I'm not sown "'and gather where i have not scattered seed. "'Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers "'so that when I returned I would have received it back with interest. "'So take the bag of gold from him, and <clears throat> "'give it to the one who has ten bags, "'for whoever has will be given more, "'and they will have an abundance.' Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. My first point this morning is to put your bags of gold to work. There are two, two main points, and, and just like last week, lions and bears, your lions and bears and the Bible's ones. Today, put your bags of gold to work. Often, God's provision is presented as work. It's presented as opportunity. So that is where putting, putting your bags of gold to work comes in. The servants were each entrusted with wealth in the form of the bags of gold, according to their ability. It wasn't the same for everyone. What abilities do you have? And what do you do with them? God presents opportunity differently for each of us. Some financially skilled, uh, and and loving it, loving doing their budget. And some uh, much better at social care and looking after vulnerable people. (laughs) Uh, Each ability can be represented by a bag of gold. Two of the servants put the money to work. See, in our world, we can pray for miracles of provision, and I will say, I believe they do happen, and they have happened for me, and I can list several off in my life. Uh, when I made the decision to move to Australia to go to Bible College, uh, with two months' notice, yeah, you, know, you know, when you're twenty, things things go fast, and. Uh, And friends of mine were uh, super supportive, even to the point where one of my friends uh, handed me an envelope full of cash. It had about $900 in it. Uh, Luckily, it was the right kind of envelope full of cash and for the right reasons. When Carmen and I were dating, uh, I was in an entry-level job, entry-level pay, and didn't have the funds for an engagement ring. Uh, then a friend of our Connect Group leader, like our dinner party leader uh, at the time, uh, he or the, a couple said to them, uh, here's $1,000, go bless it to someone who has a need. And he, um, they judiciously uh, well, picked me out of the Connect Group and of all the people they knew, knowing that um, I was very keen to uh, Mary Carbon, and uh, it was just a matter of kind of financial means that just needed to get over uh, that, that step. So uh, $1,000 was given, and that was kind of the uh, overcoming that hurdle to uh, securing that ring. And she said yes. <laughs> uh, for our wedding, <clears throat> we had someone pay uh, the $2,000 required for our photographer. Uh, that was the biggest of a few things that people did help out with. And Weddings are a time where amazing generosity uh, comes out um, in family and friends. But this was someone uh, not related to us that uh, said that they would like to pay for our photographer. Uh, three and a half years ago when I got sick and couldn't work, both this church community and my work blessed our family immensely. Uh, it was about three months where I couldn't work. Um, and if uh, income protection insurance, I have that, I have that, uh, it doesn't kick in, you've got waiting periods, and then you've got to wait for the payment. Uh, so uh, God provided through amazing people in this community and uh, being uh, blessed through work above and beyond what my um, op- obligations or kind of the entitlements uh, were available to me. And just in the last couple of days, it was announced that uh, Kiwis like myself can skip residency steps uh, that have an equivalent and, and have an equivalent path to citizenship that Australians do in New Zealand. So just reciprocating something we got changed 20 years ago, and that change will uh, opens up a quick pathway to citizenship after having lived here for 18 years, uh, and will save about $4,000 in uh, in fees and process. Uh, And I say that acknowledging that there's other people coming from other countries that uh, have different processes to go through. But um, some amazing kind of moments, uh, that's one kind of need to step through and and kind of make make happen. But God has, has blessed and provided in times of need. Often the provision also centered around work and opportunity. So... I still needed to work and save to move to Australia. As I was working and saving and kind of making plans and fundraising uh, to go to Bible college, then God was able to bless that. And that's when the need arose and uh, God worked through friends and other people to to provide. The, The money that I got given didn't pay all of the ring. There was still savings and work that needed to happen to... Uh, to buy the ring, and then the engagement plans, which, um, yeah, as I said before, went well, and she said yes. Uh, And and here we are uh, 14 years later, almost. We we still needed to work and save and pay for our wedding. So just because there was a miracle provided in in some of the costs, uh, there was still budgeting and saving and working to make these things happen uh sometimes even for the people that don't like budgeting a motivation of uh like a, a milestone something like a wedding or a holiday uh certainly helps uh get there and buying a house is a good example as well god's provision often presents uh like a promotion or a job opportunity a business idea uh often it might present via an application or some paperwork or something that needs to happen to make that thing have a good outcome. And often, if you want higher pay and greater provision for your family, generally, you need to work harder and or smarter. So God's opportunity often, God's provision often presents as work or opportunity. As we step into that opportunity, God then, makes a way for us. Proverbs 16:9. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Even right now, if you're holding on to the promises God has given you, there is a partnership element to those. Some examples from the Bible where people were given a promise, but still had to work to make it happen. With Noah and the ark, God promised that he would save Noah and his family but Noah still had to build the ark and it took a long time and there was a whole bunch of stuff in his community around that. God didn't just say, hey, a flood's coming, here's a boat. He had to do the work. Moses in the promised land. God promised the Israelites the land of Canaan but they still had to fight to possess it. David and Goliath, as we talked about last week, God promised to deliver the Philistines into David's hand, but David still had to face Goliath in battle. Daniel in the lion's den. God promised to protect Daniel, but he still had to remain faithful and be in the lion's den and face those lions. Nehemiah in the building, rebuilding of Jerusalem. God promised to help Nehemiah rebuild the wall, but he still had to go and lead the effort and do the work and face the opposition that happened at the time. Peter. The catch of fish. Jesus promised to give Peter a great catch of fish, but Peter still had to cast the boat out, cast his net uh over to the other side and haul in the fish. He could have just left the net in the water and said, Okay, God, I see them splashing around. Uh thank you, Jesus. Like I believe you now. I'll just kinda of leave that there and acknowledge you're God and, and that that's good. He still had to do the work and pull into the boat. Pull in his ministry. God promised to use Paul to spread the gospel, but Paul still had to travel and preach tirelessly, facing many challenges and obstacles along the way, and making a lot of tents as well. He was a tent maker. Jesus and his resurrection. God promised to raise Jesus from the dead, but Jesus still had to suffer and die on the cross to make it possible. Now you'll note that a lot of these stories, it's not just about the financial needs it's not just about financial provision but it is the focus of what I'm talking about today but if you have other needs uh, provision the promises being fulfilled uh, this is still relevant in all of those examples faith and trust in God's promises were important but so was taking action and doing the work required to bring about the desired outcome and the work can be fun I was debating whether to say this or not um, all I'll say is Abraham, Sarah, having Isaac that was an immaculate conception the work can be fun as the servants did we can put our bags of gold to work as we discussed the news before I mentioned how I was laid off uh, even temporarily but in, in the moment it was, the very, it was very real in the 24 hours between the announcement and then the job rehire offer I had to put my bags of gold to work rather than bury the bag of gold in the ground, the news and pressure create an environment of creativity to see how I can grow the bags of gold. How could I polish up my LinkedIn profile? What do I need to do to my resume to go job hunting? What jobs are available on Seek and LinkedIn, which were the kind of two I was looking at when I got the job in the first place. Who do I know in my networks that might have something going? Do I even go back and talk to my old work and see if there's something there? Can I do some freelance stuff? I dusted off my ABM and got that reactivated in case I could do some contracting. I considered short-term cash options that I've done before, like Uber or food delivery services. At the same time, I had a piece of knowledge that things would work out, but I still put my bags of gold to work. My lion's of bear, bear's moments gave me trust in God that we would be okay. And fortunately, I didn't need to rely on those bags of gold too long, as the ones I had put to, put to work in my work uh, started to come back. My job, uh, as I shared earlier in the year, uh, I started in January, was an opportunity in a new industry, and it required some fast learning and hard work. And it came uh, with the blessing of a good pay rise but I had to put the hard work in. Ultimately, it built favor with my boss to the point he fought to keep me. I very much understand that if he didn't like me, I still wouldn't be there. Uh, If things hadn't gone well, a a restructure where 25% of the company lost their jobs was an easy way of uh, seeing me gone. But the the hard work and putting those bags of gold to work uh, brought about favor in that situation. I don't say that as a brag, but as an encouragement, as we do our best with what we have, as we're faithful, God orders our steps and makes a way for us. So while currently I'm working on a 30% pay cut, which is uh, nothing to shirk at, uh, there are good prospects to hopefully be full-time by July. Our budget has taken a hit, but it's okay, and it could have been a very different story. The offer was a small redundancy or part-time work, and... Uh, didn't take long to make the decision that ongoing income is better than a short-term cash injection. And it wasn't a a big redundancy offer because I'd only been there uh, two and a half months. So put family before pride or any other motivation in the situation. If the redundancy eventuated, I would have stepped out even further, pushing for job opportunities high and low. See, the struggles in our life and in the rhythm of life can often inspire creativity the environment the uh, the economy right now, your work situation, your finance situation might present as a struggle, but as the first two servants did, we can put our bags of gold to work and My small caveat on this is sometimes there might be too much work and effort and striving going on and not enough trust in God, like we did talked about last week and a key question. To ask ourselves, particularly if you are working crazy hours and numbers of jobs, are you working extra hard because that is working with the bags of gold you've been given and and you're just pushing to be faithful with that? There, there are seasons that can be like that. Or are you pushing too hard because you're past the point of trusting in God for your provision? Are you trusting in him to do the rest that he promised? Because those servants... Put five bags of gold and ultimately had ten. So they didn't go and create the ten of them. Well, they, they were given it to, to keep and to keep working with. So back to the servants the outcome of their opportunity, their work, their trust was that they were trusted with even more. Verse 21 His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. And please don't get me wrong, I'm not standing here today to say, I know you, you aren't working hard on us. You, are, you bunch of bad people who are lazy. It's quite the opposite. <clears throat> I want you to catch that as you are faithful with what God has put in your hands, faithful with the things he has given you, your bags of gold, that you will be okay, no matter what those headlines say, no matter what your industry, no matter what your work, no matter what your financial situation, no matter the short or the long-term blips, God is your provider and you will be okay. And if you are sitting back a bit, there might just be some more opportunities out there to put those bags of gold to work. So point number one, put your bags of gold to work. Second thing is don't bury your bag of gold. There are two things that can stop God's provision in our world. The first one being fear. The third servant, fearing his master and his reputation, fearing the environment and the circumstances he was in, fearing the news of his time, buried his bag of gold in the ground. He didn't lose anything. He just didn't do anything with it which is quite interesting. Ultimately, his bag was given to the one who had ten, so the servants who put their bags of gold to work were rewarded with more. Verse 28, So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. Fear can cause people to play it safe and it may even prevent them from receiving new blessings that God has available. The parable of the bags of gold tells us to recognize the resources that God has placed in our hands to make the most of those resources, to overcome our fear, and to take a step of faith with what God has given us. If we do these things, we can look forward to hearing the words, Well done, good and faithful servant. And the second thing I think can cause us to bury our bags of gold and get in the way of God's provision is pride. Pride is the removal of trust in God. It's the antithesis of humility. It's becoming self-reliant. Proverbs sixteen nineteen: Better to be lowly in spirit along with the oppressed than to share plunder with the proud. We can be humble and ambitious, we can be humble and successful, but we cannot be humble and prideful at the same time. Solomon understood that material things were not the source of his worth, value or salvation despite all his wealth. He knew that those things could only be found in God. In that proverb, he implies that he would be willing to trade all he had, which was a lot, and live in humility. He'd be willing to trade all that he had and live in humility than to enjoy all his riches and the opulence of proud company. In our situation, pride getting in the way of God's provision could look like sticking a head in the sand when the headlines come up, when the news is given. Maybe not willing to do certain jobs. Are you willing to go out and do do jobs that will bring in cash in the short term? If you absolutely needed to. Not willing to discuss financial situation with someone that could help. Not accepting gifts. If we were too proud when doing our wedding, we could have turned down the $2,000 to pay for a photographer. Because we could do it on, if we were adamant we wanted to kind of do it and say we we achieved this on our own. Trying to do it on your own or relying on your own strengths. Often fear and pride are linked together and they can both get in the way of God's provision in your life. Jordan, see so come up. So, to summarize today after last week's Lions and Bears talking about building our faith and trust in God, put your bags of gold to work. God's provision is often presents as work or opportunity. What work or opportunity is there for you? And point two, don't bury your bag of gold. Let's not let fear or pride get in the way of God's provision in our world. Just ask everybody to stand Let's just close our eyes and think on those two things for a moment. Are you in the need of a miracle? I know I've been talking about doing the work and work and opportunity. But miracles and financial provision and pathway are very real what God can do. Do you need a door open right now? There's something in the way of God's provision. And I'm not just talking about fear or pride. There are other things that you need a breakthrough for in your financial world. Maybe it's a business idea that does come with work. It does come with toil. Just pray and believe now that God can be giving those answers as we just take a moment to sink on those things and trust in him. Thank you, Jesus. God, I pray you release these things to people. You know each person's need right here. Where the answer is a miracle of provision and blessing. I pray that you release that as needed, right now. You unlock creativity for solutions and opportunity. The people are looking to increase income. You help them with strategies for study or work or seeking promotion or new jobs. You make a way. As they take a step of faith, you're making a way, making their path straight. pray you release your provision. And for those that have been faithful, those that have been doing the work, I pray you encourage them this morning. For everybody here, no matter what the storms, no matter the headlines, no matter the ups and downs, that you release faith and confidence that you are making a way for everybody here this morning. Father, where fear has got in the way, where people have buried their gifts, their talents, Put those things in the ground. Put those opportunities. Put them to the side. I pray you wake them up this morning. You release fear from people. Set them free to be able to step forward in faith and trust in you. Where pride might have gotten the way the willingness to do a certain category or type of work or to step out or to talk to somebody, to pick up the phone. Pray you help overcome that as people release that and hand it over to you this morning. Is this fear or pride in your financial world? And pray this morning you just pray right now to hand that over to God. Say, I trust you with this, God. Thank you, Jesus. While we're in that place of prayer, if there's anyone here this morning that would like to live a life following Jesus, having that relationship with God, being able to live in that trust and that faith. We will have a couple of people up here after the service that would love to pray with you. It can be a simple prayer of sorry, thank you, and please. Jesus, sorry for the things I've done wrong and doing my way. Thank you that you died on the cross to me, so I'd be forgiven and set free. And please come into my life and lead me each day by your Holy Spirit. If you've never prayed that before and want to do that today please come down the front after the service we'd love to pray with you and help you with that if you have done that before and felt like you've been doing life your own way been away from church away from relationship with god for months or years and you haven't made a prayer of recommitment like it's an opportunity to do that this morning as well. Don't let fear or pride get in the way of those things too. Put your bags of gold to work. What work or opportunity is there in front of you? Don't bury a bag of gold. It's not let fear or pride get in the way of God's provision. And it's trust and have faith in God that he has our provision taken care of no matter the seasons we are currently in or ahead for us.